It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everybody. So today uh, is really a, a history shifting day for the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, look at us. James to Davis and a chance for three. If you're telling me that LeBron James has Anthony Davis available to him, excuse me, I'm rolling with the Lakers to win the title. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. I heard it around. First of many, baby. Who did him? What was he doing up there? Hey guys, welcome to the Late Night Lake Show podcast powered by Crossover Media. This is your host, Ricky and Danny. We come to you guys, oh, you know, still waking up as champions in this NBA world. Another day, another beautiful, sunshining day here. Uh, no, just kidding. It's raining in illinois danny how's the weather out there by you bro um it's looking pretty nice as a typical california day i guess i mean the sun's out it's gonna be a high is gonna be like 78 see typical california day that that's what life is like when the lakers win the championship i hope exactly. everybody's having a, a typical california day uh we are now starting to chug along into the off season hope you guys like the uh, Anthony Davis appreciation episode that we recorded last week. We will pick back up with more appreciation episodes starting next week. We got a decent amount of news to talk about, though, with uh, all the rumblings and bubblings of the NBA offseason. So definitely want to get into that. Seems like there's some interest across the board for some of our Lakers uh, potential free agents. So going to take a look at the NBA landscape, see what Lakers fans have been um you know, uh, making new jerseys on top of ex-superstar uh, players so far. So we'll get into all of that. We'll talk a little bit about the NBA 2K ratings that are being released as we speak now. Lakers starting five has been released. Some, you know, questionable ratings in there, but we'll jump into that as well. So uh, make sure you guys, if you're not already following the podcast, wherever you guys get your podcast, uh, Late Night Lake Show, follow us on Twitter, Late Night Lakers, we now have an Instagram. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Late Night Lake Show. In between your photos, 
of influencers with face tuned faces or foods that you can't necessarily make because you don't have Maine lobster when you're in the middle of South Dakota. It, you know, just follow us for some good old fashioned Lakers propaganda. It'll be good for your soul. And then of finally, course. guys, <laughs> make sure that you are shopping at the shop. Get your merch. Lord Palinka Secret Society at LateNightLakeShow.com. We got all that good stuff for you. And, um, oh, and I got a free month of Stitcher Premium for y'all. So hit up Stitcher.com <laughs> slash premium. Type in the code crossover and enjoy your first free month of Stitcher Premium. It's got all the good features, ad-free listening, and enhanced listening experience. Unlock some exclusive interviews and content from some of your favorite podcast hosts. So make sure you hit up Stitcher.com slash premium. Type in the code crossover and get your first free month free. Don't that sound like Ricky, fun? Yeah, Ricky throwing out a bunch of free stuff for all y'all. I, and if you guys don't take advantage of that, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. When Ricky's preaching, everyone listen. I'm telling you. He's throwing some good stuff at you. So way to start it off, Ricky. Yeah, you know me, dog. Just uh, uh cooling and booling out here. <laughs> let's uh let's do it. The Los Angeles Lakers are looking at an offseason of a lot of a lot of options. It's uh it's good to be at the top of the mountain, but that also means everybody else is gunning for your spot. So we know Lord Palinka is not Uh, satisfied after one championship we know that the work is not done and it never will be as a late break Kobe Bryant said Uh, let's start things off with a little bit of wheeling and dealing Uh, Lord Palenka has uh, contacted the NBA and the Lakers are trying to rid themselves of the uh, Luol Deng experiment once and for all they have applied for the what disabled player exception list uh, due to retirement or catastrophic injury. Uh, Luol Deng has not played for the Lakers in some years. His last stop was in Minnesota with the Timberwolves, where he logged a few games, but he did not hit that 25-game minimum, which would exclude any team for applying for that exception um, on behalf. That is the threshold that if the player cannot play 25 games a season any longer, you can apply for that. Guess who was the last player to actually had that exception a process on behalf of his team, Danny. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna st- take a stab in the dark and say he's a seven foot Russian, and I'm gonna say Timothy Mozgov. Was yeah, it Timothy that, Mozgov? That's absolutely right for the Orlando Magic. They went ahead wow. and applied for that same exception, which is hilarious because these are both contracts that Mitch Kupchak and Jim Buss gave out to these players in the same all season, 15 minutes one after the other. Um, and it, at least Orlando could get up out of that uh, situation. I believe Timothy Mozgov is currently playing basketball in Russia still, maybe for one of the home clubs there. Um, but he is still, you know, not disabled. Clearly, he's doing his thing uh, in another country. So we think, you know, that the Lakers have a pretty good chance at clearing up this additional $5 million in dead cap space right now. And that would free up. Uh, a lot of money to not only just bring back uh, some of these players with uh, player options this year, uh, but also take a look at, you know, the free agent market with a little bit, a couple extra dollars. And, you know, for a team that's coming off of an NBA championship, uh, having five more million dollars could be the difference between a veteran who is, you know, now looking solely to win championships and not concerned as much as money. But at the same time, the veteran minimum is a uh, threshold that players, you know, Carmelo Anthony can't play for $15 an hour. Let's just say that. Um, So Danny, 
first thoughts on Luol Deng's uh, situation and Lord Palinka trying to wheel and dealing his way into five more extra do- uh, five more million dollars in extra cap space. I love it. I love it. I think it's a great move uh, for Rob Palinka to do this. I mean, apply for it. The worst that NBA can tell you is no, right? Just like all things in life. You want the job, you apply for it. The worst they're going to tell you is you're not hired. You you want to go for the chick, the worst she's going to tell you is no, leave me alone. Whatever it is. But She Palinka, can embarrass you. She but... could embarrass you, but at the end of the day, it's still a no. It's still just rejection. Listen, Palinka, you know, the talks around the NBA, I've said this before. Palinka may not be the most liked in the NBA. He's always going to try to wheel and deal and finesse his way to the top. I mean, he he's done it before. I mean, he got players for free last season. Zero dollars and zero cents when it came to Markeith Morris and Deion Waiters. Now, I'm not surprised he's trying to make this move for the Wall Dang situation to get the extra $5 million. And that can put the Lakers in prime position to make a, a signing for a mid-level exception, uh, a, a veteran who's not up for a max um, you got guys on the market right now like Fred Van Vliet. You got guys like Danilo Gallinari, even Goran Dragic, um, who, who's going to be on the market. And that's an interesting one, too, and that I read up on um, that the Heat are actually planning on planning on the 2021 free agent class and are willing to give up players like Goran Dragic, like Derek Jones um, moving forward. So there's a lot of options, and this $5 million can really help the Lakers. And even if they're not signing somebody like Goran Dragic, Derek Jones, whoever, they can bring back somebody like uh, someone who opts out and brings back in because we have extra cap, like Avery Bradley. So there is some good – this is a very good attempt and a good move for uh, Rob Plinka to get this $5 million. And, of course, clear the name of Wall Dang off the books and, um, uh, you know, Laker for life, Wall Dang off the books. So this, this is a good move. This is a really good move. Yeah, this just reminds me of uh, when Phil Jackson used to walk through the locker room with Sage and clear out any bad spirits in the room. Rob Palenka is officially trying to do that with the Luol Dang contract. You know, we've shaken off every piece of curse, dust, issue, lag that we had for the past seven, eight years and finally got this championship, got our two superstars. The only thing that is still lingering is a small splinter in the bottom of our foot that while doesn't necessarily you know, bring much pain, it's annoying as hell. And especially $5 million is $5 million U.S. dollars. And that's a lot of money in any uh, sport, in any um, situation. So I'm I'm hopeful that this goes through. Already see fans of uh, other teams bitching about, you know, the Lakers and trying to get this exception, saying, you know, Luol Deng is still playing. We already touched on this. Timothy Moskov still continued to play, and Luol Deng was under the threshold that the NBA set for this exception and being able to apply for one. So I don't know, man. I I think it's a wonderful offseason where teams continue to bitch about the Lakers and what they're trying to do. And it just is even better when the Lakers continue to succeed and push for the main agenda, and that's to get this team better and not too concerned about any other franchise and their feelings about it. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Lord Palinka continue to find the advantages on the margins and continue to push this ball club forward as far as a personnel um, standpoint. With that said, $5 million, you know, like we touched on, can bring back uh, uh, you know, uh, help bring back some of the Lakers players that are either free agents or have player options um, in this offseason. And I think that's a good time for us to actually take a look under the hood and see, uh, play a little game of who stays and who goes, Danny. You ready for that? 
Yeah, absolutely. Let's get it going. There's a it's quite a it's quite a hefty list. So yeah, go ahead, Ricky. Yeah, so you know, just starting at the top, a guy who has already said that he is going to play for fifteen dollars an hour, no matter what. Uh, Mr. Jared Dudley is going to be an unrestricted free agent for the Los Angeles Lakers this year. Uh, Danny, do you expect Jared Dudley to be back with the ball club or be warming the bench for someone else? Surprisingly, I'm going to say yes. He is coming back. I know he made his plea on the Bill Simmons podcast, saying, "I'm coming back. I'm knocking on the doors. They need me. I don't need them. They need me." And so I'm like, okay, you want to come play? Fine. We're not going to give you more than $3 million, but maybe he takes the 1.8 or like the 1.6 mil or even less. Great. Bring back Jared Dudley. He is no harm to this team. Uh, I just love the way he pleaded and said they need me. That was the, that was a cream or that was the icing on the cake, but yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, Jared Dudley has fully embraced his role as veteran presence at the end of the bench. Um, His value is not necessarily an encore production. It is, you know, that mentorship role and just the glue guy uh, for team chemistry. Uh, Similarly to Udonis Haslam, obviously, uh, Udonis is uh, well regarded in Heat Nation as being a lifetime Heat heater and also a contributing player to multiple championship teams. So uh, Jared Dudley, I agree, will be back next year uh, for the chance to be repeat uh, cheerleader of the year. And we are here for that. 100%. 100%. Moving forward, uh, a guy who came over to the Lakers a little bit late and uh, didn't necessarily get a chance to prove his value because of injury. Uh, Mr. Champ Cheese, uh, Dion Waiters, is an unrestricted free agent now. Um, like we said, didn't see a whole lot of him, but he looked like he was just as excited to to carry that trophy around and win the championship. Danny, do you expect Dion Waiters to be there on ring ceremony night, accepting his championship ring with the rest of the Lakers? I don't, actually. I, I don't think we bring back Dion Waiters. The Dion Waiters experiment was supposed to work, right? Uh, we needed the ball handler. We needed the playmaker. We needed someone who could score. And we found that in other guys who are going to be more uh, higher contributors in big games. Alex Crusoe stepped up huge. Rajon Rondo had a playoff performance of, you know, revitalizing playoff performance of his career. Um, I don't think we bring back Deion Waiters. There's so many people on the market we could probably possibly get who want to play for a contender in a championship team. I don't see Deion Waiters coming back to the Lakers. He'll find a role. He'll be on another team, uh, but it's just not going to be on L.A. Agreed. I think uh, Cheese is uh, going to celebrate this NBA championship uh, for the rest of his life, and I think he should. It'll be interesting to see what team will take a flyer on him. I mean, obviously, there are a ton of bad NBA teams that need um, scoring, need uh, money uh, to be paid out to make salary cap uh, match. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Deion Waiters is putting up 12 shots a game for the Oklahoma City Thunder, which oh, he was already with the Thunder. I was just trying to think of teams. I was going to say Memphis, was, but he was already was with Memphis, say, and they got rid of him Memphis. too. So That's so I, funny. Uh, let's just say Deion Waiters ends up with the Knicks because the Knicks end up striking out on every other option that they have this okay. offseason. And Champ Cheese gets to light up the garden. Maybe he does a homecoming tour with the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know. So. There we go. And he go play for Doc Rivers, which, you know, I want to get into in a little bit. Uh, and uh, Tyron Lue, maybe we'll do that uh, coming out of the breaks. But uh, <laughs> a couple more before we uh, hit the break and then we'll be back uh, for some of the big dogs trying to just knock out some of the uh, smaller um, names of uh, free agents on the list. Uh, J.R. Smith, the man who was the first to touch the championship trophy, the man who was first 
to be shirtless after the Lakers uh, win the championship. I think he was shirtless even before the final horn started. He influenced uh, Alex Caruso and JaVale McGee to also take on the uh, Bash Brothers look. So, you know, it, it's all good. Happy that uh, JR gets his second uh, championship. I don't really think this makes people forget about his blunder, <laughs> uh, forgetting the score. Right. But um, I know for him, he is probably grateful that he went from not having an NBA job literally all year to now also becoming a two time NBA champion. But Danny, do you think uh, J.R. Swish is going to get a uh, call back to be on the team next year? Um, Unfortunately not. I think Earl uh, is not going to be on the roster next year. This is a great opportunity. I mean, for him this year to win a ring. Great. We saw. God, I mean, we, I don't know how much we saw of J.R. Smith, but the fact that he touched the trophy first, like you said, um, and the fact that he just like started up the whole show, it was, it was, it was a cool Laker to have. I love J.R. Smith. I love him as a player. Um, love this game uh, when he was like balling out with the Knicks and all, but he's not coming back with the Lakers. Um, I, maybe he finds a veteran role. Maybe he doesn't, again, a, hunt, a homecoming tour with the Knicks and calls it quits. He's in his upper thirties now. Um, I just don't see him come back with LA, even on a minimum deal. We could we can use that money for something else. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this was JR's last stop in the league. I think this is gonna be one of those things where he's not going to immediately have um offers next year, right? And then it'll end up being that he has played, you know, five games in three years over two years right it's going to start getting away from him in the same way that it started getting away from jamal crawford and joe johnson you know the talent is there jr can still light up a scoreboard right but it's just when those wheels start to get a little bit slower and that defensive um deficiencies that you have start to get a little bit more glaring i don't necessarily know if people are going to be lining up for his services this league is only going to get younger and younger and younger it's just going to be a little bit harder for you know veteran shooting guards to continue to find a role on teams these year because either your veterans want to trade or search the buyout market during trade deadline opportunities for veteran shooters or guards and your younger teams want to just invest in more younger players right so no, i don't 100 yeah. you know i would love to see jr uh find minutes with another team maybe he goes the mellow route and finds a squad just out of nowhere right after another year maybe bouncing around or sitting out but i also wouldn't be surprised if jr rides out into the sunset after this kind of not under his own power earl like i said best of luck love you man i really do i really love jr smith best like good guy just not gonna be on the lakers next year Mm mm-hmm um, let's do one more before we start getting into the okay. juicier names. Uh, I'm going to jump down to a guy who has a player option, and that is Mr. JaVale oh. McGee. He has the opportunity to opt out of his contract and become an unrestricted free agent. JaVale has also just recently sold his house um, locally. So, Danny, I'm interested for a man that had been taken out of the starting lineup in two series in a row and ended up not playing in the NBA Finals whatsoever – do you think JaVale McGee is taking a look at his situation and saying, hey, I'm probably going to stay. And even if this happens again, at least I'm on, you know, the lead horse coming out the gate with the Lakers. And I'd rather be here than, you know, uh, shacked in a fool on a non-contender. Or do you see JaVale saying, hey, now nah, I'm a two-time champ. 
regardless of what y'all said, I started over 50 plus games for the Lakers. Somebody is going to take a chance on me and going to pay me a little bit more of a bag than what I'm getting right now. This is an interesting one. JaVale McGee is actually a three-time champ. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got yeah, he got two with the Warriors. Uh sold his house in Encino. He has the player player option to stay with LA, which in in your case, it's like, okay, he's coming back. You could still try to work him in minutes, but it showed that the Lakers can play small. If we bring back a guy like Morris, for example, and we have Dwight Howard healthy and we bring him back, and then AD stays healthy, where do you rotate Joel McGee? Where does he bring value in a sense where like what Frank Vogel wants to you saw it in back to back series? The Heat tried to play like the Heat half centers. We're not they're not the Houston Rockets. We could have played McGee, but Howard was the better fit. Uh against the Nuggets. Didn't really see the, the court as off. Like he uh, did he play against the did he play against Nuggets at all? Yeah, he started the series. Okay, but he didn't finish it. So right. th- it's like we bring him back for his contract, fine. I I think he's gonna realize like I could probably get a bag somewhere. And probably opt out and go to a team in the East who, one, says they need bigs, or two, they just want to fill a spot. I don't think he's coming back. Um, and if he does, it's just for the player option sake that you said, hey, I'm coming back into the lead horse. Maybe they trade me at the trade deadline. But I think he's. I, I don't think he's coming back. I think he's going to opt out try to get a bag somewhere. Ooh, risky. Who is going yes. to take that chance on JaVale McGee like that? $4.2 million isn't a small number of dollars to uh uh to to let go especially for a man who even when starting was like playing 11 12 minutes a game like literally just out there to start off games so that that's going to be a tricky one javel there's going to be a team get a read on it i think you want to stay in california that i mean who wouldn't right yeah Um, but he he could go to stack he could go to uh back to the warriors um but you know someone's gonna offer him six million eight million Lakers, I mean, if he comes back to Lakers, I do not, I do not think anybody's going to offer JaVale McGee six to eight million dollars a year. I don't. He okay. signed an eight point two million dollar, uh, eight point four million dollar contract with the Lakers for two years that pays him four point two annually. Like, I just, you know, I don't necessarily see it, but we'll see. We'll see based on how he deals with his own player option. Mm-hmm. And that's going to tell the story on if JaVale McGee has an option or has a market. So. Um, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll start diving into the juicier names. We got our Keith Morris's. We got our Avery Bradley's. We got our Rajon Rondo's and KCP's. Uh, so we'll we'll dive into all those names, see where they net out. Who's staying? Who's going? Late Night Lake Show. You see uh, Steve Ballmer call Tyron Lue the, the best. best coach in the league? <laughs> Shout out I love, to him. I love, I love his He's like, frankly, I think he's the best coach in the league. And I was like, I ah, did, did you meant Frankie Smokes is the best coach in the league? The NBA champion head coach? Frankie Smokes? No? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's do Steve Ballmer's. He, he was, I don't know what, what he's on every day. That guy's amped up, fired up every freaking day. Um, he was probably, I don't know what he's on saying that, but, uh, takes life by the balls, man. That's how Steve Ballmer approaches. He thinks condors are cool <sighs> mascots for a basketball team. You know, interesting, whatever. And doc rivers finds a job 12 seconds later. Uh, I mean, Hey, say what you want about doc, but that brother keeps him a J O B. 
if I could have that quick bounce back game, you know, in my career, I will have uh, a pretty successful run, no matter how much I underperform. Shout out the 2008 ring on his finger because that's lasted him 12 years now. You didn't know that was like the ring of the century. That was that's supposed that's to the last ring of him the, 100 years. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one oh, Thanos is looking for. He's looking for the 2008 Celtics championship ring, grabbing one of those emerald diamonds out because that'll be the last part of his Infinity Stone. The the uh, so late night lake show. We're back. It's Ricky. It's Danny. We're just uh, going through our little Lakers roster, trying to figure out who's who's staying and who's going. Uh, we kind of got through a lot of the bench players um, on the team. It sounds like a lot of them uh, will probably not be back, which leaves a lot of roster spots open uh, for the Lakers. Uh, we'll dive into a little bit more of the interesting names now. We got our boy, Markeith Morris, who, man, first of all, Lakers gave up nothing to sign this man. And he played as good as you would expect for a, a you know, a midseason pick up to play i think uh keith led all lakers in three-point shooting um during the finals he was a plus 40 percent three-point shooter he brought intensity he brought toughness to the team and really there was nothing that keith showed or didn't show that would make me not want him back next year he's an unrestricted free agent he's going to have suitors right his brother's an unrestricted free agent We'll see if they want to, you know, buddy-buddy and go somewhere together. But at the same time, I think this $5 million that Lord Palenka is trying to open up could be allocated partially to Markeith Moore. So, Danny, talk to me a little bit about Chief Keith. You see him coming back or no? Yeah, I see Keith coming back. I mean, the 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 way he played and the way he showed that he can play multiple positions from the four to five, uh, played good defense. Yes, he did have the finals blunder. That's the one blemish to the Lakers resume he's had. But other than that, I mean, he's been he's performed lights out. I mean, he was he was great against Denver, against um, Houston, against the Heat. I mean, he's hit threes. He did his job perfectly. Honestly, if you were to say play your role, that's Markeith Morris to the T. He's not going to exceed any kind of uh, expectation. He's not going to try to do something that or force something else. He plays his role perfectly. I say we give him a good deal. Um, what, what is, do you, do you have like a estimate of what, he, what he's going to get paid if they bring him back? Well, let me ask you this. Who made more money last year? Markeith Morris or JaVale McGee? I'm going to say JaVale McGee. He did. Uh, Markeith Morris had signed a two year, $6.5 million contract, uh, with the Pistons last summer. Right. Um, but the obviously had that buyout. So Keith was making, Good Lord, a little over three million dollars a year. I don't know, you know, if that is just coming off of, you know, reputation or what, but I would expect Keith to make a decent um salary boost from what he uh what he made. I mean, he's um he made one point seven five million dollars with the Lakers. One point seven five million dollars. That is, is not yeah. going to be his contract going forward. Oh, right? yeah. And, and <laughs> Definitely it, again, just goes to show. The bargain hunting compared to what the Clippers gave up for his brother, right? Multiple yeah. picks and assets. And, you know, Lakers just paid him a little under $2 million to be the best three-point shooter on the team in the finals. I want Keith back. The number that is probably going to take to bring him back is going to be $5-plus million a year. 
I'm probably going to say he's due for an $8 million a year uh, salary, maybe another player option or a team option after the first year. Um, But I definitely see Keith going up in his uh, paycheck pocketbook. Yeah, he definitely fits the role, though. He He's exactly what we need on the team, though. Absolutely. So you have him coming back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, I do as well. So, Mark Keith, good to have you back, brother. We will see you on ring ceremony night. All right. Uh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Mr. Dwight Howard. Superman is in the building. Our brother Dwight finished his redemption season. He made it back up to Lakers fans when he left the first time and said, I'm going to make it up to you. Um, he has revitalized his career. It looks like he has revitalized his himself as a person. He seems happy. He's a champion. And his girlfriend is fine as hell. And they wear matching Gucci suits wherever they go. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Tay Cooper uh, for the Los Angeles Sparks, by the way. Which brings me into my first point, Danny. Dwight Howard and his girlfriend have an amazing opportunity on capitalizing on this situation. He is an NBA champion for the Los Angeles Lakers. She is a rising star for the Los Angeles Sparks. The marketing opportunity, the reality TV show opportunity, the branding opportunity from two L.A. Hoopers. You know, you you saw what Love and Basketball did, and then both of them was from USC, and that turned into a cult classic. Speaking of which, we watched that movie yesterday. Awful. Oh, dude, I cannot stand horrible storylines in rom-com. I, 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 awful. Anyways, that's beyond the point. Dwight Howard has his opportunity to do his own love and basketball sequel with his girlfriend by staying with the Lakers and re-signing. There has been rumblings and bubblings from up north that the Golden State Warriors are going to be looking aggressively for a center this year, and Dwight Howard's name has been coming up pretty often as a possible um, target. Danny. Talk to me. You up there in Warrior World uh, currently, do you see Dwight suiting up for the the Golden State Warriors, the Los Angeles Lakers, or somewhere else? Uh, He's going to be suited up for the LA Lakers for sure. Um, I think he's coming back. Um, And I feel like the the revitalization of Dwight Howard's career and what he's done to himself and molded himself into a veteran presence, someone who gives can play viable minutes, and we can still start for the Lakers. I think this is a great move if we bring him back. Will he come to the Warriors? I don't think so because the way the Warriors play, um, the run-and-gun style, they're going to want someone who can you know shoot at least. Um, but I see him coming back with the Lakers on a – What are you talking pre- about? Dwight Howard was perfect from three in the Oh, final. yeah, with the, with the logo pull-up? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course the Warriors are going to be looking for that, right? Um, I think Dwight, Dwight's coming back. I mean, the, there's no – why should we get rid of someone who's that valuable to a team? At 34 years old, he's still he's pretty athletic, keeps his body in great shape, rebounds hard, bullies people. I like the way he plays, especially if he's going to be starting slash coming off the bench, depending if we bring back JaVale or not. But I think he comes back. Dwight Howard is a key piece to the Lakers in their in their rebounding and toughness uh, throughout the playoffs, except through the Houston series, of course. We also saw Dwight start in the playoffs and then, you know, get benched in the finals, right? It wasn't a getting benched or anything wrong he did. It's just the Miami Heat were like, all right, we're going to target Dwight Howard and all these switches and make him come outside of the paint and defend somebody. You know, that's what led to Keith 
starting right for the rest of the series so you know Dwight Howard's role and who he is as an NBA player I think was perfect for the Lakers this past uh, offseason his motivation plus what everybody else's objectives on the team were it all blended together perfectly I know um Jared Dudley in his recent round robin of interviews was talking about how the, the they had Dwight and some of the Lakers stars were you know just coming to an alignment on what Dwight's role on this team was again it was hard and I'm sure it is hard for superstars to become role players right um Dwight showed he still has athletic ability his offensive game is his offensive game right yeah his vertical is maybe a little bit lower but he's still catching lobs and uh you know participating in dunk contests it's not like we asked him to be a spot-up shooter and things like that I I am interested in Dwight coming back. I think it would be great for the Lakers. I think it would be great for him if he stayed in one place for multiple years and didn't bounce around to the next location. At the same time, if the Lakers are saying, hey, we got $5 million for you, and the Warriors are saying, hey, we got $12 million for you, I you know, I think it's hard for you know any person to turn down that opportunity, especially with the Warriors being a contender as well. So, you know, I – my heart and my gut tells me Dwight runs it back and he stays close to his little schmoochy schmoochy and they become, you know, reality TV stars with uh, uh, with the Lakers behind their name. Um, but I can easily see Dwight going and taking on a new challenge and being a starter for the Golden State Warriors in their revenge season. So I'm on the fence. I, I never thought I'd be saying this a year and a half ago, but. I'm here for Dwight Howard with the Lakers for the third year in his career. Wow. Man, 2019 Ricky would probably roast Dwight Howard, but 2020 Ricky, man, it's different. It's a whole different, it's a whole different beast. (laughs) It's, it's insane. So, um, next up on our list is a, (laughs) is a man who has already told us what he about to do. So now it's just the conversation of that. What is he about to do after that? Ray John Rondo is expected to opt out of his player option. And I am, you know, not necessarily surprised. Um, Doe is a guy who was very confident in his own abilities. And I think him being with the Lakers um, this past couple of years had done nothing to waver on him th- knowing that he is still a contributing point guard in this lead. Um, playoff Rondo showed you that playoff Rondo is some real shit. Right. And then um, now we're looking at the fact that he's probably betting on himself and saying, at the very least, I'm up for a pay raise. Uh, Danny, Rajon Rondo is expected to opt out of his player option with the Lakers. Do you see Rajon Rondo coming back to the Lakers? Now, there are plenty of interesting options out there this offseason, one of which is a potential Chris Paul, LeBron James reunion, which I don't necessarily see happening in any construct for 40 million effing dollars, but there are some more affordable names out there too. What you thinking about dope? Um, Yeah, we're bringing back Rayshon Rondo. Are you kidding me? Are you, are you serious? Of course. Yeah. He's going to get a pay raise because he deserves it. I'm telling you this Rayshon Rondo was a third. It was the true third, like, but obviously, KCP had a good finals and everything, but Rajon Rondo was the third option for the Lakers uh, when it came to the playoffs. After game, I think it was game two or game one against, uh, was it uh, Houston, where he had a bad game? He came he came alive. I mean, Rajon Rondo showed you what he has left in the tank and how vital he is to the Lakers. Now, bringing Chris Paul in would be sick, but the fact that 
he makes $41 million a year, and we have to match at least 80% of that, that's five players off the Lakers roster we have to give up. Which, yeah, Chris Paul is a guy you could put in. Obviously, he wants to win a ring, plays with LeBron. He's got great uh, continuity with the team. Um, you know, connected with AD and LeBron in the Olympics. You know, just the whole thing makes sense to bring Chris Paul to the Lakers. He deserves to be a Laker at this point. But the numbers just don't make sense for it. You get a guy who's a veteran, a winner, and someone who can play both sides of the floor very effective in this system with LeBron and AD and Rajon Rondo for a cheaper price. You're not giving up five to six players and matching 80% of $41 million. So, yes, bring back Rajon Rondo, absolutely. You said Goran Dragic is there a was possible a, option that for was the a Lakers. Po- yeah, that's a pop. But you're not giving up six players and matching eighty percent of forty million dollars. <laughs> Who's making Chris Paul is not Goran Dragic. You said the Lakers. Let's just say have multiple options at point guard in the market. Danny, do you think Rajon Rondo is their first choice? Yes. Interesting. I say yes. I think. Winning a ring means a lot. It hold, it carries weight. It you want really Rajon over Jeff Teague? Yeah, Jeff Teague. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, yes. Hey, I'm I'm just asking questions, buddy. Okay. I'm just Keep asking going. questions. You want him over uh, Reggie Jackson? <laughs> um. Okay. Next question, please. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, man. What about would you want him over Darren Collinson? Darren Collinson, he yes. could be coming back. Yes, Darren Collinson's retired for a year and a half, two almost two years now. He's just been playing UCLA runs with the rest of the guys. Like, no, I don't want Darren Collinson. I want Rajon Rondo. Mike Conley has a player option, which he probably is going to opt into for thirty-four he million dollars. Yeah, I was going to say that's a lot of money he's going to be leaving on the table. Um, unfortunately, but not- never underestimate the power of Clutch and LeBron. He could, you know, let him know. Right. Would you want Chris Dunn? He's restricted, but he's young. He's a young, scrappy, hard-nosed defensive point guard. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything else. Well, yeah, okay, that's fair. All right. And <laughs> Good player, good young player. Just doesn't do anything but play defense. And we're going to bring that back with some, one of some of our next guys we were talking about. So, Facts. Um, yeah, I, you know, after going through that exercise, I think Doe comes back. I think it will just be at a pay raise. Hopefully it's, you know, a one plus one and, you know, Rondo can solidify himself. But I want Rondo to win another ring with the Lakers and then, you know, go into the Hall of Fame as a Los Angeles Laker. Yeah. I love the fact that you call him Doe. Like, like you're he calls like him, he, They call him Doe. I know. Yeah, I know Anthony Davis does. Does LeBron call him Doe? The whole team calls him Doe. That's his name. I heard it from LeBron first. <laughs> Doe. That's funny. Um, all right, last name on this list, uh, Mr. Contavious Caldwell Pope, a man who has seen the highest of highs in the lowest of lows, Mr. Mana from heaven himself. Is this the year that he actually leaves the nest and goes get him a nice little pay raise with teams like the Atlanta Hawks, who need a shooting guard, or somewhere else? I can see the Orlando Magic being one of those teams that pays a dumb amount of money for a role player. But KCP, for all intents and purposes, has raised his stock as high as anyone else on the Lakers um, as far as, you know, uh, where they started the season and where they finished up. Now, the Lakers can bring KCP back, right? He can, you know, 
opt into his player option, but at the same time, he's expected to decline his $8.5 million option and, you know, take a look to see what's out there. Danny, this is one I'll start off and say, unless LeBron specifically puts in the call and say, hey, we wrote you in a little Space Jam 2, I think there's going to be a bad team out there that's going to overpay for KCP. I do not see this as, you know, one of those things where he's going to be riding the wave of loving that he's a champion. KCP has been through the fire and ice with the Lakers, right? He's come out on top. His stock is the highest it's ever been. If somebody's going to offer him $18 million, $20 million, I think he'd be stupid not to take it. What about you? Yeah, it's very interesting. Do you want to run it back for a cheaper amount? Which he clearly said he's not going to do it because he feels like how you said, his stock's rising. He's hitting shots. He's made big plays in the finals and the whole national stage of the NBA has seen it. So you know what you're going to get out of KCP, a hard-nosed two-way player. Uh, And as you said, he's seen the lowest of lows and he's bounced back. It wasn't a Danny Green situation where he didn't bounce back. KCP bounced back very high. And I see teams, bad teams, as you said, Look at him. Look at a team like the Chicago Bulls, possibly needing a two guard who could shoot off the um, and could play alongside maybe a guy like Zach Levine. Maybe it goes for a team like maybe Charlotte looks at uh, KCP. Atlanta looks at KCP. One wild card I was thinking about KCP that kind of has a little bit of a clutch tie. Maybe San Antonio because Dejounte Murray is signed with clutch, but he's gonna get a pretty decent contract from some team. And if a contender looks to sign KCP, wow. They really have belief in him. I say he doesn't come back. Um, I like KCP. I, lo- I liked what he brought to the Lakers. Um, there has been the times where you're like boneheaded play. You want to smack yourself in the face. Like, what are you doing? But at the end of the day, he came out a champion, right? He's hit big threes and big moments for the Lakers too. He was, and I, I've tweeted this. He was semi our Derek Fisher in the, in the finals. Yeah. Yeah, last three games he had 15, then he had 16, then he had seven. Like, KCP did all the right things. And this is the perfect opportunity if you are an upcoming free agent to show bad teams why you deserve a lot of their money um, by doing what he did in the finals. Yeah, absolutely. um, I'm, I'm going to salute KCP. Thank him for his time. I also think this is the the opportunity where Rich makes up on that, uh, you know, semi-max offer that Detroit offered him and they ended up turning down because he thought there would be more money out on the market that ended up not happening, which led KCP to the Lakers, which then opened the door for LeBron and the rest was history, right? Yeah. I think it's time to make good on that portion of the contract and KCP goes and finds him a four-year deal, you know, 80 million dollars somewhere else right imagine four years of kcp he's always dude i'm still shocked to this day he's only like 27 years old yeah the georgia bulldogs got plenty of uh miles left on those legs so um it's gonna hurt but you know i think that means it, it leaves the lakers an opportunity to upgrade at uh at shooting guard, find um, find some veterans or some younger players who are in bad situations that are now free agents, and get them um, good, um, get them you know with death row records. The Lake Show. Mm-hmm. Um, last bonus name, Danny, that we wanted to talk about as far as coming back, staying, going. A guy who was here got hurt before one game, one practice with the Lakers, stuck around. Stayed at the end of the bench, continued to rehab. 
Um, and then when it was time to make some other off, uh, midseason transactions was waived. Boogie Cousins, his name's been popping back up as a possible reunion with the Lakers. The man, you know, was coming off of Achilles, thigh, right? Yeah, you know, I don't know top of my head what his most recent injury was. So big man starting to have a lot of injuries. Gets a little sketchy, right? But at the same time, it seems like the Lakers invested in Boogie Cousins with kind of the understanding that we just need you to get healthy now for next year. Do you think a Boogie reunion is on the horizon? I love it. But at the same time, I think this is his opportunity. Like, if he comes back to the Lakers, he's not going to be expecting much. He's still kind of rehabbing. And I, I actually, I would say if, if Boogie comes back healthy, that could be really effective for the Lakers. But I'm kind of on the fence. I'm more I'm more 70, 70, 30, 60, 40 he leaves. And I say this is his only opportunity and window to finally play with John Wall in the NBA. And the Wizards go out and make a move for Boogie Cousins. Um other than that, I say he goes to maybe a team who needs some depth at the at the center position, maybe like Dallas. Um, but you know, I, I just don't, I, I see it, but I don't. I, I don't think he's coming back. As much, I like Boogie Cousins, I think he'd fit really well with AD. He's got that star power to him. Like he's played in big games. We seen him in the finals when he was on a partially torn quad. That dude was balling. I remember Game Three in the finals. He was he was throwing dimes. He had like seven assists played low, did everything he can. I mean, he's a great basketball player, but I just, I don't see it really happening, to be honest. Um, I'm going to say it happens. I'm going to say it happens, okay. and that's going to lead to uh, JaVale not coming back. I also think there's the opportunity that Dwight doesn't come back because now they're looking at a three-big rotation once again, and they might want, uh, Dwight might want, my, want, excuse me, Dwight might want, geez, say that five times fast, um, more minutes and opportunity with another contender. So I say the Lakers actually do make good on the DeMarcus Cousins rehabilitation um, period and bring him back to be 80s backup, sometimes starting five to keep AD at the four, right? Someone's going to need to start at five if Anthony Davis is still, you know, pushing to be a power forward, which is fine, right? Well, he's obviously we saw him move to the five when we needed him to. Um, but I think him and his buddy actually play another season together. That's AD's guy, right? Um, him, Rondo, and um, Boogie all uh, all had success in that year in New Orleans. So we saw Ray John come back specifically for Anthony Davis. I think we might see something similar for uh, DeMarcus Cousins. So we'll um, – jeez, that is – it's a lot of moving pieces for the Lakers this year. It is, man. and we didn't even get a chance to go over Avery Bradley. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about Avery Bradley. I'm so sorry. Real it's quick, real quick, guys. Yeah. I go know, ahead, I know, we were trying to move on to the next episode, but Avery Bradley was an important piece and decided not to come to the bubble. He's made peace with that decision. He says he's supportive, happy. I mean, shout out to him for being a good sport. Honestly, Avery Bradley's a great teammate. I think, I mean, he's got the player option. I think he opts back in to run it back with the Lakers one more time. And he showed his worth. I mean, the Lakers didn't really sign him for too big of a contract um, last year. And he played very well. He was one of our top defenders, if not our top perimeter defender. I say we bring him back. Um, and he, like I said, he's made Pew's decision. He's not bitter. He wants to see, he wants to see another uh, championship. Let's go. Yeah, I think Avery Bradley comes back. He opts into his player option. I think he feels like he owes, you know, not 
for making the wrong decision and staying out of the bubble, but just for the fact that, you know, he still said that he watched every game. He still prepped as if he was, you know, game planning with the team, right? And he would sit and be secluded and watch all the games by himself. Um, He felt that he was still a Laker. Rob Palinka um, would still call him and they would have conversations. So I fully think Avery Bradley feels like he – um uh, the the Lakers deserve his services another year, and he owes the team um, a complete season of his services, right? The Lakers stuck with him, supported his decision. Only rumblings were for a few fans that didn't understand why he stayed out of the bubble. But, hey, you know, at the end of the day, did the Lakers win a championship? Yes. So it's no water off a duck's back uh, with that end. So exactly. I think Avery Bradley comes back as the Lakers starting point guard um, next year. And, you know, hell, maybe it saves some more miles on his body. He's no spring chicken either. He's battled injuries and stuff like that. Maybe he needed some uh, extra time to get right with uh, with the Lord and with his own yeah. inner inner health. I think, yeah, I think for sure bring back Avery Bradley. Um, you know, as, as we said, he made peace with the decision. And we got to remember, guys, like the people who are criticizing Avery Bradley, just remember health is wealth. And he he took full advantage of that. He knew, you know, he's still part of the organization, part of the team. Great teammate, great player to have on your team. Um, Avery Bradley's coming back. Yes, sir. Hey, real quick, Danny, you see the uh, new 2K ratings came out? I did. I did. Chris Haynes dropping uh, dropping some dimes this morning. Crazy. Are you going to be rocking with the Lakers or what if you get the new 2K? I guess. Yeah, I'll get the PS5 when it drops. I'm not too crazy. You know, I'm not like a game head or anything like that. I have been playing the, uh, my PS4 a little bit more lately, Rock and Fall guys. I beat GTA finally after 19 years. Um, so it, it makes sense that uh, I, got, I cop that Kobe edition 2K when it drops. And, you know, uh, I think player ratings are important since I probably won't be playing my player uh, a whole lot, probably a little bit, then get bored of it um, fairly quickly. So I'll probably be playing friends and random Twitter mutuals online. So I'll be sending out my gamer tag when that when the new 2K drops. But yeah, the ratings came out and, you know, it looks like the Lakers starting five were some of the first ones to get um, nominated. LeBron is going to be rated a 98, which will put him as the best Ooh. player in the game. Jeez. Rightfully so. Um, people were saying it should be a 99. I'm not, I mean, I, I could see that. LeBron had one of his best defensive performances this year as well. Led the league in assists, was finals MVP. I, you know, he was top 10 in defensive win shares in the league. So I could see the case of LeBron being a 99. What wasn't his three point shooting doesn't make him a 99. Yeah, it's like little things like to, the rating system of video games is so weird. And they, and the fact that like Madden does the same thing. Like I play a lot of Madden too. And I see the ratings. Like I see, I, I play with my own team. I, I love, I love the Las Vegas Raiders. So I play with them all the time. I know what players are better than they really are. And I know what players are worse than they really are. LeBron probably is going to be a 99 after week one or week two in the NBA. Let's just be real here. Updated rosters will happen. But uh, you saw Anthony Davis's rating 96. He's probably in the top five rated players in the entire game, which rightfully so he deserves it. Yeah, AD, I think he could have been a, a 97, but I think they put KD as a 97 or, in, or excuse me, Giannis as a 97 um, this year, which, you know, Whoa. two-time MVP, they are gobbling balls over there um, in Milwaukee. <laughs> you want to talk about a non-three-point shooter. Okay, great. What is yeah. uh, what is Giannis's offensive, uh, you know, uh, sliders Arsenal. maxed out yeah. at? Driving, 
dunking. It's so annoying. Finishing. You know what? Ball handling is you can't be maxed out, right? Um, what isolation score can't be. What about right? IQ? Sure, IQ, that's fine, but three-point shot, that thing needs to be in Oscar de Grouch territory. Oh, geez. Um, playing Giannis in 2K is essentially a hack because I don't play with the Bucks, but I know people who do, and they just grab the rebound, hit triangle, hold R2, sprint all the way to the other side. They get contact. He finishes a crazy dunk. He, he like, windmills over your center. It's just like, it's going to happen again. I'm not going to be surprised. The only way you stop him is you play the zone and all that. Okay, we'll get into that later. But yeah, Who you Giannis, play with in 2K, Danny? Um, last year I dabbled a lot with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and I put Katie and Kyrie in, I played, uh, I did play with the Lakers when someone matched up with me with like the bucks. Um, the Lakers to me felt like a cheat code. I felt almost like kind of like sleazy using them because they were so easy to score with. Cause you got LeBron, you could drive in easily and all that. Like if you want to win games, yeah, absolutely. Pick the Lakers. But I, I rock. That's with- a life thing. If you want to win games, pick the Lakers. Clear. Yeah. 2K, reality, just, just bet on <laughs> purple and gold. Yeah, so I play with the Nets, Lakers occasionally. I played with uh, Golden State a couple times, put Curry in. Um, Houston was fun to play with because, you know, it's kind of hard to stop James Harden step back in the video game. In real life, it's possible, but in video game, it's not. Um, but, yeah, those are some of the teams I used. Yeah, I think, um, like, again, I'm going to be playing with the Lakers exclusively unless I just get, you know, really out there. I think, like, my random team would probably be the Suns or some dumb shit like that just yeah. to play with Devin Booker, right? But 2K is wild, man. I know they're making it more realistic than ever. Um, I know a lot of the, the release on the shots going to be updated and changed, and it might be to my benefit that I hadn't played 2K in a while because I'll just be learning um, from scratch. And I'm sure I'm going to be garbage. I'm sure a lot of y'all going to think I'm garbage. But you know what? Damn it. I'm going to get better. And we, you're going to just have to see me multiple times until I beat y'all. I'm that type of um, competitive yeah. person. Yeah, you just you ain't going to we ain't going to stop until I win. My favorite line ever is, dude, that's so fake. That's fake. That's fake. That's fake. That's that's me like 80 percent of the game. That's so fake. That's my that's my line. Dude, that's fake. Hey, they said the sweat that's going to be dripping down the players faces is going to be so realistic. You're going to, you know, bring a towel to the TV. So Jeez. I just want I just want realistic uh off-ball movement. I want realistic contact, realistic finishes, right? And you know, shots that are effing, you know, realistic. And I mean that in the opposite way where wide open goddamn shots with decent sh- jump shooters are just clanked because I held it for a half second too long. He's wide open. I don't care. Yeah. Put the ball in the hoop. Clay Thompson game. should be Let's swishing go. every single corner three. This is bullshit. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's video It'll games. It'll be fun. We'll have, to, we'll have to see each other on the sticks, Danny. Yeah. We, we I mean, we, we definitely are going to do that. But, uh, you know, maybe for our next guest uh, on the Late Night Lake Show, teach us a few things about 2K. So. Oh, yeah. We do have a nice, uh, fun guest coming from straight from the 2K League uh, to join us this next couple of weeks. We want to bring him on a little bit closer to when uh, two, uh, the new PS5 drops, uh, get his impressions on it, and, uh, you know, probably point me in the right direction of figuring out how the hell to be a successful 2K player. But yep. uh, that is on the horizon. We got a uh, WNBA champ um coming up on the podcast soon we got all types of great guests uh coming on to the show so we appreciate you guys being locked in with us uh each and every week we'll continue to be pumping out this content for y'all as we continue this championship tour but as you see 
there's already some work that needs to be done to make sure that we uh, get this back to back like it was a uh, 2008 2000 oh, excuse me 2009 2010 when we was really rocking and rolling so i think that's going to do us for this episode of the late night lake show podcast uh we will check in with you guys next week appreciate y'all for joining with us today make sure you go follow us on instagram too late night lake show for danny it's ricky we out peace true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.